Ladies and gentlemen, Federal Employees, welcome back to this episode. Today we're talking about the first supplement, how it affects your social security, and overall how it impacts your retirement, how you can navigate these things so that you can get the most out of your retirement. Because here's the deal, with being a federal employee, there's so many benefits that you have access to, but it's up to you to know how they work, to do everything so for your situation, you get the most out of them. I've seen people live way beneath their potential because they don't understand what they have and they don't use it to maximize their own situation. So if you're new here, my name is Dallin Hawes, a financial planner serving you guys as federal employees, helping you guys retire comfortable, confident, get the most out of your benefits. So today, the specific question that brought up this topic in my brain was one of the YouTube YouTube uh, watchers or subscribers or whatever you call them. One of them asked, okay, I'm going to get the first supplement, but does that mean I have to take Social Security right at 62? Now, if you're new to learning about your retirement, I might have thrown a couple of words around already that you're like, what the heck are you talking about? So first things first, the first supplement, let's break that down. The first supplement is for first federal employees who retire before 62. If that applies to you, if you retire before 62 and you retire with an immediate full retirement, you can be eligible for the first supplement, which bottom line, it is an extra payment for you in retirement. It's more money that you could potentially be eligible for depending on what type of retirement you are eligible for. So if, if you're not familiar with the first supplement, I'm going to link below a entire guide. And there's going to be one for regular employees and one for special provisions, which that's air traffic controllers, uh, firefighters, you folks, you know who you are. The rules are different for each. So there's going to be a link to each one of those below. So check that out. So long story short, for many regular federal employees, you can start the first supplement at age 57, and then it goes till age 62, at which point, at age 62, the first supplement payment that you get every month goes away. It is gone. Gone forever. Turns to a pumpkin. It is gone. Okay? Now, what does that mean for your Social Security? So, okay, let me, let me actually take one step back before I dive into Social Security. The reason this can get confusing is because the first supplement is actually known by a couple different names. Some people call it the annuity supplement. Some people call it the first supplement. That's what I prefer to call it, the first supplement. Some people call, call it the fake Social Security. Some people call it... Uh, the Social Security Supplement. There's lots of different names for it, and so that's why this can get very confusing. But all those names are the same thing. It's the first supplement. The payment you get from the time you retire, normally 57, right in there, till 62, assuming you retire before 62. So regardless, regardless of what type of employee you are, it stops at 62, at which point you have the option to start normal Social Security. But again, I said option. You are not forced to take Social Security. You have the option to take Social Security from age 62 to 70. You actually delay beyond 70, but you don't get any benefit for it. The max you get is by waiting till 70. So you certainly want to take it at 70, no questions asked. Um, but you certainly may want to take it early. It just depends on your situation. I'm actually going to link below another article that goes deep into when you should be taking Social Security, about the pros and cons of taking early, delaying, and the things you should be thinking about. Because there's no solution that makes sense for everyone, even if your coworkers, even if your brother or sister or friend or whoever said, hey, I'm doing this because of that or what your mom did, whatever. You have to forget all that and say, okay, what makes sense for you, me, my spouse, so you don't make any decisions that impact you for the rest of your life that you regret. You don't want that to happen. You want to go in to retire with your eyes wide open, confident that you're getting the most out of everything. 
So again, below in the description, there's gonna be a whole article on the first supplement to get more information about that, as well as on social security and to, to learn what makes sense for you. But bottom line is this, often for some people, it often makes sense to delay social security at least a little bit. Whether So basically not take it right at 62. For some, it, it makes sense right at 62, it just depends. But often it can make sense to delay. So what that means is your first supplement's gonna stop at 62, and so your income is gonna drop at which point you can start Social Security later and so you're gonna have a little drop in your income where maybe you're just getting your pension and no Social Security is gonna be coming in at that point. So it's up to you to figure out how to fill the gap. And often that doesn't mean that you have to just live on less. Often that means you could come up with a strategy, say, hey, hey, look, if I delay my Social Security, I know I'm gonna get more Social Security benefits later because basically that's the, that's the decision. The longer you wait, the more Social Security benefits you get later. So what does that mean? Well, what if you fill the, the gap now with some extra TSP money, you fill the gap in there so you get more Social Security later. So again, this is just a very generic situation. There's so many nuances here, so check out the full length articles below. But I wanted to introduce this, this whole topic to you because many of you are gonna be retiring late 50s, early 60s, and you're gonna be dealing with this of when to take Social Security, how the first supplement works, so definitely check those out for more information there. So if you have any questions yourself, I actually got this question from a YouTube, a YouTube subscriber, whatever they're called, and they put in the comments below, and what we do is there's actually a link on our website that you can often find in the description, but if you just, basically in the comment section on the YouTube channel, if you write a question, often, one of our team members will give you a link to submit that through our website and that goes on a list of all the potential topics for future videos. So if you're interested in that, you wanna have your topic that you have a question about that's gonna affect your retirement be answered on a future video, definitely submit it there and we will put on a list. No guarantees, we get a lot of them, but we do the best we can. So I hope that is helpful. Again, if you have any comments, put in the, the comment or any questions, put in the comments below and you have a great rest of your day.